Hey there, this is Mike and you're listening to Feeling Twisty. I'm really glad you're here. Now this one uh, is going to be kind of noisy. I know uh, you'll hear some talking in the background and dogs barking in the background. As you know, we don't, uh, we're not living uh, where we used to ever since uh, that storm that blew through a month and a half ago. And uh, well, where we're staying now, we've got family coming in to stay with us tonight, uh, north of our city, Lake Charles, because there's another hurricane coming. But don't you love a good storm? It is exciting. We're not scared and we're not running. Why should I run from my own creation? So anyway, you'll hear some noises in the background, but they're just having too much fun, and so am I. And I don't want to tell them to be quiet so I can talk to you. I talked to a friend of mine the other day. He was concerned that while he was away on a trip back to his hometown, that he just wasn't dwelling in the state of his wish fulfilled. He wasn't happy with the last few days, the way they've gone. So I told him to remember it differently. In Neville's lecture, The Pruning Shears of Revision, he says, Now this is how we do it. At the end of my day, I review the day. I don't judge it. I simply review it. I look over the entire day, all the episodes, all the events, all the conversations, all the meetings. And then as I see it clearly in my mind's eye, I rewrite it. I rewrite it and make it conform to the ideal day I wish I had experienced. I take scene after scene and rewrite it revise it, and having revised my day, then, in my imagination, I relive that day, the revised day, and I do it over and over in my imagination until this seeming imagined state begins to take on, to me, the tones of reality. It seems that it's real, that I actually did experience it, and I found from experience that these revised days, if really lived, will change my tomorrows. When I meet people tomorrow that today disappointed me, they will not tomorrow. For in me, I have changed the very nature of that being. And having changed him, he bears witness tomorrow of the change that took place within me. It is my duty to take this garden and really make it a garden by daily using the pruning shears of revision. Did you catch that last part? It's when we change within. That person is only that way because that's the image we hold of them within us. And when we die to that image, we let that die, that state die, and see them differently, the way we'd like to see them or the way that we think they would like to be seen. That's when we see the changes in them. It's not trying to manipulate someone or force them or persuade them. No, you take them in your mind's eye and imagination and you change yourself, your concept of self, that part of your concept of self that's been holding them in that unlovely state. And in the lecture, Awakened Imagination, he goes on to say, now, not only will this art of revision accomplish my every objective, 
But as I begin to revise the day, it fulfills its great purpose. And its great purpose is to awaken in me the being that men call Christ Jesus, that I call my wonderful human imagination. And when it awakens, it is the eye of God. And it turns inward into the world of thought. And there I see that what formerly I believed to exist on the outside really exists within myself. Revision is a wonderful thing. We can not only revise what we call the past, but revise anything we want. It's your imagination. A memory is just as malleable as your worries are about things that might happen in what you call your future. The Bible calls it repentance. Repentance means to change your mind or purpose. It doesn't mean to grovel and beg for forgiveness. No, you're changing your mind. When I revise something in what I call my past, I am changing my mind on what happened. I'm changing that concept of self. It's all within me. I do not accept anything as final. I don't unless it conforms to exactly what I want to experience. Any conversation or even uh, something that I wish would have gone another way is up for grabs. Anything is possible. I can remember it differently. The things I hold on to, the events and memories, will continue confronting me in my life as long as I remember them that way. If I'm holding on to them, propping them up, using those things uh, as identifiers, using my past experiences as crutches or excuses for the way my life is, I'm going to continue uh, perpetuating that in my life. I'm never going to break free from it. Back to my friend's concerns. I've been there before. Let's take a, a health issue for an example. I'm sick and I assume that I'm healthy and fit, but I noticed the last few days I've been dwelling on symptoms and worrying about what my test results will be. I don't have to even give life to those few days spent in a state of worry and doubt, though. As soon as I realize the state I'm in, if I choose to, I can revise that day or days. I can remember the whole thing differently. I remember the last few days as I'd like it to be. In this case, I would revise it to having remained in the healthy and fit state and feel some pride in myself for how easy occupying the state of health and fitness is. You might say, but Mike, come on. How can you do that? It's already happened. It's the past. You can't change it. What is the past? But a collection of memories which are imagined. You're all imagination. These little images that, you, that flash up in your mind that you call your past, you're imagining them. There's God and only God or unconditioned awareness. That's who I am. That's who you are, who you really are. But you're in a conditioned state. As pure awareness, you're nothing and all things. But as Mike, I am that 
I am conditioned. I am awareness. Conditioned. Conscious of being Mike. I'm aware of being Mike in this oh, fine 50-year-old body. <laughs> and in this state, I am consciously moving through states throughout this life and all the ones before. If I can alter the course of my life, placing myself on a new course by imagining myself into a lovelier state, then I can certainly alter what I call my past by imagining those events differently. There's always now and only now. So why do I now want to continue giving life to memories that are changeable, completely and easily changeable? I told my friend to look back on the last few days with a feeling of pride and satisfaction on how well he's doing. And he really is doing well. Financial freedom is something he and I have talked about before. And lately, he's been giving me some good news. He says things are turning around for him. And I'm so excited for his successes. But as we all do, we slip out of our preferred state and into one of fear and doubt. That's no problem. As soon as you notice, just slip back into the state of your wish fulfilled. When I notice I'm reacting to something that indicates I'm not in my preferred state, I usually end up just laughing at myself. With that little lighthearted moment, I slip back into the state of my choosing, back into the state of my wish fulfilled. There is absolutely nothing that you cannot be. You think your past is holding you back? Only if that's what you assume. If you want to give life to those things, you'll keep expressing them. So why not assume the feeling of your every wonderful wish fulfilled and continue existing in that state, seeing the world from that new state of mind? Oh, you're so much bigger than any state you can come up with. Anything is possible for your imagination. Listen, you are God. Imagining you are the name you have and the body you've identified yourself with all of your life. You aren't your circumstances. You aren't your family or heritage or religion. None of this is eternal. What has always been and will always be is God or imagination. Awareness. You are pure awareness, being aware of being you. So what do you want to be now? Have some fun with it. Don't think about what the stock market says or the nightly news says or the doctrine of your religion. Nothing on this level is outside of you and can only affect you, can only have power over you if you let it. Step out of every preconceived notion of what you thought was possible for yourself. Don't accept anything as final. Revise anything and everything you would like to have experienced differently. Anything. Now let me know about it. I'd love to hear your stories. And if you don't mind, I'd like to share them on future podcasts. Shoot me an email at feelingtwisty at gmail.com 
or find me on Facebook and Instagram at Feeling Twisty. I love you. This is Feeling Twisty. 